2: julia show my talk about ourselves on everything entertainment thank you for joining us this afternoon i think right off the bat guys we should uh, let our our wonderful fans know what we're giving away today tomorrow and friday you want to fill them in
3: well sure <laughs> Who's got the email?
1: I, well, I don't have the email. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: I like, went, Donnie. Way to catch us
1: off guard. I so. thought She
4: printed it out. Silly Oprah's going to be here on Saturday, uh, February or January 11th, right. and uh, she announced all spend the day with Oprah and her special guests. And the first Saturday in January will be with Lady Gaga. The next Saturday is here in St. Paul at the Excel. Tina Fey. Woo!
3: I'm so excited about
4: that. Really exciting. So, yes. we're going to have Guest the Celebrity Voice for a pair of tickets
3: to join us uh, that day. I mean, we'll be up in the suite and you'll be in your seats, but you're going. You're going. I mean, it's, it's like, those are, this is a really good deal. And I think a lot of people were waiting to hear who the guests would be, um, you know. But I this, think they
4: had very good ticket sales without it, just yeah. on Oprah's. I mean, here are some of the other people. Amy Schumer's one day. Dwayne Johnson is in Atlanta. Michelle Obama's in Brooklyn. Tracy Ellis Ross is one of them. I'm glad we didn't get this one. Kate Hudson.
3: No, and I'm glad we didn't get. (laughs) I'm glad we didn't get The Rock. Yeah, and Jennifer Lopez is in
4: L. A. And then Gail King. So I'm super excited that Tina Fey.
3: I feel like we really got a good one. This is very excited. I mean, she is an award winning actress, writer. I've producer, always, you know, I've never her. seen her, so that's exciting. Yeah, Did okay. you read Bossy Pants, her memoir?
4: No, it is. I've heard from he, more than one person same. that that was a great memoir.
3: Same, and I just have never read it.
4: So that's N- a, maybe now in your new memoir reading um, binge <laughs> that you're on.
3: Listen, we got new books, real books. We yeah. got them in. Well, I've, I've got to go back to my other real things, book? but I got to go back to the work. Yeah, to uh, the novels. work books. To mm-hmm. the, yeah. To get out of it. So we're going to play, like you said, guess the celebrity voice during our show at some point today.
4: What day is it? Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. I am going back to the bowling alley. The scene of the, um, you know, bowling crime uh, that I haven't been able to commit in a very long time. Lori. I I know. I'm super excited. Well, I
3: would be too if I (sighs) was you. I
4: hope my team is ready. A for how slow I'm bowling based on my one game I did a couple weeks ago. When I got up and just rolled one game and I, I mean, I'm like, you know, like on the Flintstones, the bowling, Donnie, where's our little like, okay, that, that that is not me. I'm like, uh, walking delicately, slowly, bending down, barely lifting my arm and rolling and, um. Not between your legs. The last time I did it, uh, I bowled a 178. You had a huge day. We'll see. Casey thinks I'm nuts. He's like, your repaired shoulder should
3: never bowl again. I'm like, you don't tell my shoulder what it can do. Well, and especially (laughs) since you just told me that your doctor and um, your PT PT person said the only way to re-injure it is if you fall on it. Yes, if I were to tear it or something. You should be able to. It's repaired. You are fixed. We'll see. All right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we'll see. I've
4: got my bio freeze. I'm going to do some exercises, but I'm super excited to play That's poker a- and talk trash and gossip
3: and, and, and talk Donnie. about sex. And think of how excited we are to come back people. and hear about what the cards yeah, said. I'm excited. <laughs> We really have missed this. Yeah. Julia, we don't even have dirty cards
4: right now. It's just a cry and shame. It's a cry and shame. People have kept some of the hot man cards, and they don't come back. They go home in a pocket. And so we've got like 47 cards, 46. The only full deck card we have is just, you know, your regular old... I might have to stop at the... Where do you even stop on the way to the bowling uh, you buy alley? Them, you buy them across from Bunnies at, uh, what's that? Spencer's? No, not oh, Spencer's. Oh, it's
3: um, Ears to Life? Or no, what's the Sex. sex hmm? Oh,
4: Sex Kitten? No, not Sex, not Smitten Kitten. You know, the other one with all the chains of uh, I don't stores. know, Lori. I don't go over there. Julia, but we've had the lady on our well, show. Well, don't yell at me that you can't remember it. I'll I look know, it up. I can't remember the Fantasy name Gifts. Right? Fantasy Gifts. Oh, there we Thank go. Thank you very much. Uh, that right. is the You're name. You're
3: like mad at me that I don't know it. Well, because... Because you rely on my mind. Well, I mean, That's we both scary. fill in the holes in each <laughs> know other's it, heads. I gosh. Basically. <laughs> we really do. Yeah. and I my team my, what? I'm sorry, I actually I,
2: have the sound of Lori's uh bowling. Yeah. Uh, the actual oh, yes. We actually captured this when okay, she, she she bowled to show how slow it is.
4: That's the
3: warp ball. 4.8 miles an hour. That's yeah, really <laughs> slow. <laughs> That's how eyeball. It's going to make so it to the you other. you get on
2: your knees and push it with both hands? No, no. Johnny, just,
4: <laughs> But you know what? A 12-pound ball is, you know. Heavy. Not really. Well, no, I mean, the good, I really should have graduated up to a bigger ball But are you glad ago. that you didn't? You know why? It took me a year
3: and a half to get the Hello Kitty ball I have. Okay, we were on the air. And when you ordered it, okay, online in the studio. No, I... I, I felt like you did. Oh, yes, no? I did. You're right. And then we kept looking for it and looking, where is that ball? And finally getting to know, well, we've shipped it off to Mexico. Yeah. Made in Mexico. It took mm-hmm. me a year and a half to get that sucker. And then when it came, you brought it in and you bowled down our little alley between us and at the time it was ESPN 1500 and Joe Suchere's face. <laughs> when you bowled the pink Hello Kitty, Kitty ball, ball yeah. with no holes in it yet. Yeah, right. You rolled it and everyone the around you. cutest bowling ball. It's like, ever. what is wrong with you? It's the cutest. It think doesn't it make everyone smile? It does. See that stuff? Cute things make people smile. Uh,
4: hello, Japanese hello. people have known mm-hmm. this for many, they many years. They have known
3: it. They are,
4: they are... Color,
3: bright colors, cute, bring joy. Cute, cute. Yep.
4: It's all about it.
3: It's all about it, people. Well, I'm all about freaking out because I have um, my closet all over my home, and it's very overwhelming. Because It's I, not
4: sparking joy right now? It's not. You brought it all out
3: oh, in an effort to painted, spark joy. Did everything in the closet. Now it's time to bring it back in. Mm-hmm. I'm just so overwhelmed. Because I, I want to try in everything before it goes back in there. If it doesn't fit, it's not going in. I thought in. you
4: were bringing in a friend over to help you do this. I don't have any. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my people! I do not closet no, I'm getting it. am so, getting so getting your closet. No, Welcome I'm thinking of the
3: time that I want my friends, which is on weekday mornings between 9 and 11, and other people usually work. at yeah, right. my time, my clock is right. not conducive to other people's lives.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah they're not doing it. All but right. it's... I called the late repeat, so I made my consignment consignment appointment.
4: What was that? You have to do, make an appointment before you can bring it? So you you, have the time. So
3: I know, and then you make sure those things are... Because there's things you don't... That still have price tags on it that you don't want to just... Give away. Maybe you could get a little bit. Usually dip. you try and sell them to me and I end up, I can't tell you how many dumb skirts I've
4: bought from you for $75 two. that you talked me into two. and then I never wear either. So now we, I have tagged clothes that, that I've given wear. you money
3: f- for. <laughs> it's not a lot. There's only been like two. Okay. Not a lot, but yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. You do want to try that you stuff do on that try. As a yeah. tag. And I it's seems- not.
3: Boy, my closet's going to be
4: empty. Is it?
3: Mm-hmm. Because so many sizes. Scotty, all right, what are we doing today? We're giving away tickets to Oprah (sighs) at some point. we're
4: giving away... uh, T Michael Rambo is stopping in to talk talk about a Thanksgiving show at The
3: Dakota. Did you watch This Is Us? I did
4: not. I oh. did not get to cry last night, but I loved last week's episode. I just didn't have time. I was busy watching The Real Housewives of DC this morning. You watched, <laughs> that, one watched that one uh, oh, too. She called talking- the uh impeachment hearings, Donnie. <laughs> oh, I'm calling it the Real Housewives of <laughs> okay. DC. Oh I was confused
2: that. Yeah, so
4: that's I didn't funny. have
3: time for This Is Us this yeah. morning,
4: but I, I that's a great show. Oh.
2: It is working mm-hmm. on every level. It really
3: is. It's so, so good every time. I know. It's a foul okay. finale.
2: Huh? huh? The fall finale.
3: Yeah, it is the fall finale. Yeah. Last night? Yeah. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: All right, listen, uh, I'll avoid all the spoilers then for Dude, This Do, you us. don't want to know it. And when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Mm. Hey, everybody. Happy Hump Day. All the awards are going to go to Hel- Helena Bonham Carter because her portrayal of Princess Margaret and the crown just three episodes in is all I'm in. It's unbelievable how good she is. Really?
3: Okay. So...
4: She's just everything. She will add years to your life. And last night, she was on uh, Stephen Colbert. Okay. And he, maybe he's been watching a little Andy Cohen, but he had some tea out for her, and he wanted to play a little spill the tea game and get Mm. her to weigh in on her co-stars. And she
3: is everything, talking about... Colin Firth, Brad Pitt, Rihanna, it's just fabulous. Right, because she's been in so many different things with everybody. Yeah, and Donnie
4: also posted um, 27 historical moments we see in The Crown versus Real Life, the side-by-side photos. So it's fun it, to see those. Yeah, it is. So, okay, let's play the first cover. She's talking about uh, Olivia Coleman and Colin Firth.
0: So you have a a, a long and storied career with some fantastic co-stars, and I would like you to spill the tea on some of your co-stars. Okay. Spill the tea on your co-star, Olivia Colman.
5: Very um, big heart. Niagara, in her capacity for crying.
0: Oh, really? (laughs) She can turn on the
5: waterworks? She's extraordinary, but she feels everything. She's, um, there's nobody like her with no tear-duck like her, actually.
0: All right, it's okay. Colin Firth, your co-star from The King's Colin, Speech. Colin, I
5: love dearly, he talks too much.
0: But, talks uh, too uh, much. Talks too much, uh-huh. hmm. Oh, yeah. The only
5: time, because it was ironic. Chatty
0: Cathy, go on. He was on.
5: playing, basically, Princess Margaret's father, who obviously had problems with speech. Sure. Hence, you know, he yeah. had a stammer. So the only yeah. way I knew when we were actually filming was Colin stopped talking, and I'd go like, why? Oh, we must be filming. He's <laughs> talking. <laughs> Hysterical.
4: Okay. Uh,
3: Hysterical, but you can yeah. you can
5: see him.
4: <laughs> How many ways she's... Yeah. yeah. It, give these different parts that she's played in other things, royal family related. Here she is talking about, of course, Rihanna, who she co-starred with in uh, The Ocean's... Eight. Eight, thank you. And then Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, your co-star from I'm Ocean's Eight, Rihanna. So Spill Rihanna. it. Rihanna,
5: She's amazing. She's a goddess. I mean, she looks extraordinary. She is a goddess. Yeah. Could never understand what she said, there. <laughs> really? We speak totally different languages, but I loved her, and uh, she was amazing to look at. She's a really good actress too. Okay. And then she's a great designer. She's an amazing. Phenomenon. She sings as well. Have you heard? Oh of yes, singing? that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's
0: okay. Got many high uh, uh, dish the dirt on Sasha Baron Cohen.
4: Mm.
0: I'll start. I had dinner with him at George Clooney's house, and he came dressed up in lederhosen carrying a 45-pound wheel of cheese. Really?
5: I think he needs... True story. He's got slight... um, He needs attention, doesn't he? I mean, slight attention seeker.
0: Yes, yes, a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. He's 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 an actor.
5: Yeah, he has... Well, he's more than just an actor.
0: He's a menace?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He has emotional issues.
0: he is emotion.
3: I'm trying to see what she's starting with him. I don't know. I don't you know. can you can Google it now.
4: Um, here she is because she's just like I love it. Uh, Brad Pitt talking about Brad Pitt and Daniel Radcliffe.
0: Emotional issues. Yeah. That is what we call spilling the tea, girl. All right. Oh God. Brad Pitt. I'm not gonna fight me. club. Brad Gen- Pitt.
5: Absolute gentleman. Love really? It. Yeah, gentleman and. Um, Spill it. He's, oh, you mean I gotta tell something? No, no, he's, he's a gentleman and he, he looks as if he swallowed the sun. You know, he's just got this sort of, he's just such a good thing on the <laughs> exterior and the interior.
0: Good to know, Absolutely. good to know.
5: Absolutely, there's no tea to And now,
0: just like, give me the grease on this just pile of mess, Daniel Radcliffe.
5: Oh, the Radcliffe. He's got nice manners too. Does he? Yeah. loves poems. He writes them.
0: He writes poems? Yeah,
5: he writes some. He also quotes poems. Uh, and he was really handy because I like my tea and my coffee and my diet and things. And he, he'd hold them all for me. So it was a really
3: helpful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's, he's your footman. That's why you like yeah. him.
3: That's kind of it. They, um... That thing about he's Brad Pitt. Swallowing the sun, because he's so dazzling. Yeah. He's dazzling.
1: dazzling. It oh, was, was lame guys.
3: Yeah, I'm looking it up.
1: It was oh, Les that's great. Right. yeah.
3: He's, he's a menace. Em- he's an emotional problem. I love it. <laughs> I that. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And she, of course, was married to Tim Burton forever. Yeah, I don't and, know if they were ever really married, but well, they were a long time. We took
1: it all. We brought them to our land. couple with children, and they had an
4: odd relationship in that they lived in side-by-side townhomes.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I
4: can't remember if it was him or her that did not like sleeping a full night together because of snoring or something else, but Um. they had a, you know, she's
3: just... They were together 13 years. Yeah, they is. made six films together mm-hmm. during the course of their mm-hmm. time together. She's just
4: delightful. She
3: really is. She's giving great couch. She's uh-huh. been making appearances everywhere. And after... Um, so she plays Princess Margaret.
1: Yeah. The yes. queen's
3: sister. And the episode two of
4: The Crown is called Margaretology. And it's all about Princess Margaret and her trip to the United States for like 16 days. Okay. And um, they're reportedly the couple's hard parting and negative press left a bad impression on British diplomats who barred the princess from making a return visit to the U.S. in the 1970s. So they. This was like so 1966. Who did she go with? With, S- with Lord, Lord Snowden, and her mm-hmm. husband.
3: So the British people were upset by it or the The American the no 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 U.S. diplomats to America no no the
4: British diplomats were upset about some of the headlines that she got okay she landed in San Francisco and we do see just a a little um scene of her going to the plane and there's a like three there three wagon loads 75 pieces of luggage
3: Oh, I yes. love
4: that. All Louis Vuitton trunks. Yeah, the carts. And um, then they went to a party. They, so they stayed in San Francisco a couple of days. And you, I'm giving you more than what you'll see in the episode. Sure. Then they go to a party. They stay in Los Angeles for a couple of days. And it was like an A-list crowd. Elizabeth Taylor was there. Gregory Peck, Richard Burton, Judy Garland, Fred Astaire. Grace Kelly, Natalie Wood. Apparently, Margaret's behavior at the party ruffled a few feathers. Judy Garland and Grace Kelly were mad at her about some of her... Flirting with their... Maltz and witty repartee that she was saying. Then they went to four days in Arizona, and then they went to Washington, D.C., and that is the scene that plays out in Margaretology. And um, it was... It was a state dinner. Yes. She was seated next to Lyndon Johnson. And 150 people were there, including... Kirk Douglas was on the other side of President Johnson, okay. and Margaret was on his other side. Nelson Rock, Rockefeller was the governor of New York. He sat with Lady Bird Johnson and and Snowden, Margaret's mm-hmm. husband. And then um, Hubert Humphrey, first vice president then, he was there. Then President Johnson delivered a toast thanking Margaret and Snowden for their friendship and he quoted a Mark Twain line, I have traveled more than anyone else, and I've noticed even the angels speak English with an accent. That was his oh, like big sweet. thing. And we never really know what happened at this dinner, but apparently something happens that makes the Queen very pleased because Princess Margaret is actually does something that accomplishes
3: some uh, diplomatic thing that the queen wanted done with the us, US. Yes. in case you okay. haven't seen Margaretology okay. the episode 2
2: something but, very beneficial for the yeah, UK
3: yeah it's so good yeah. anyway
4: when we come back yes Prince Andrew does he quit his royal duties does he step down did someone make it very clear we'll discuss when we come back Thanks for hanging out with us today. Donnie's here. Julie's here. I'm here. We got a pair of <laughs> Oprah <laughs> tickets to go away on June 11th. And Royal Speak. Huh?
2: I was doing my Royal Speak. Oh, thank you, Donnie. <laughs> Thanks for jumping in there.
4: Uh, it's been an epically uh, bad week for Prince Andrew. His interview on BBC Newsnight was a huge bust. Then he was alleged to. Basically, people were coming out with. Sweat receipts when he said it couldn't have been him with Virginia Guffrey because he was still sweating and he has inactive sweat glands. Then Twitter brought uh, sweat receipts, then Twitter brought. Remember, he said um, he didn't dress casually ever. Right. And then people gave the receipts of his casual clothes. And then the PDA, he, as a royal,
3: he doesn't do public displays of affection. And then there was a ton of pictures that came out after that. Those
4: receipts. And then now the timeline receipts uh, broke last night, which is, I believe, what precipitated his uh, announcement today. Because according to a letter published in 2011, again, people are going back and rereading the in- incredible piece that Vanity Fair did called The Trouble with Andrew mm-hmm. in 2011. And Prince Andrew, according to the timeline receipts, he met Jeffrey Epstein and was running around with him in the early 90s, not 1999, oh. as he is steadfastly oh. maintained. Okay, So, what is the play now? What What is he going to do? Well... As of last night, Vanity Fair had the exclusive reporting that he wanted to do another interview to clarify oh, his oh, concern for no. the victims.
3: and To clarify his lack of empathy, empathy. like zero in um, his original thing. He n- was, new he was so tone deaf. He was. They I gave- don't understand why he didn't talk it over with someone smart. And Newsnight
4: even said, is there anything else you yes. want to say? And he didn't. And then, you know, describing sex as a positive action that would require you not you, remembering because it's such a good positive action. You would remember. I mean, it was a terrible decision to do that interview. He was advised not to do it. His wife, ex-wife Sarah Ferguson, said, do it. Uh, look what happened. I mean, if he did another one, next level desperado, well, uh, it's appar- too late. Apparently, Prince Charles, everybody is, has known what is going on. And he ha- issued a statement by His Royal Highness, the Duke of York. It has become clear to me over the last few days that the circumstances relating to my former association with Jeffrey Epstein has become a major disruption to my family's work. And the very valuable work going on in the many organizations and charities I'm proud to support, which they've been dropping him like flies. Yes, they have. Therefore, I have asked Her Majesty if I may step back from public duties for the foreseeable future. She's given me her.
3: Therefore, my mom told me to stop it and go away. Well, we know from watching The Crown, you know, I mean, this is just so
4: mortified. Here it is, her 72nd wedding anniversary to Prince Philip. He's always hated Sarah Ferguson. He thought she was common trash. Yeah, I remember that. This is why the British royal family doesn't marry commoners, even though... They do, and they have, but he's always hated Sarah Ferguson, and the one thing Newsnight did not bring up was all the money that Epstein borrowed gave. Borrowed Sarah Ferguson. And did she ever pay it back? Yes. I doubt it. Right. Anyway, I doubt it. So, anyway, he says at the end of it, of course I am willing to help any appropriate law enforcement agency with their investigations if required. You're going to get your wish, Andrew. Yes, he is. Sooner rather than later. And um, Richard Kaye at the Daily Mail says this is the herd instinct of the royal family. They circle the wagon at a time of crisis. This is what they're doing now. Well, she happens to be a biracial American. Uh, well, lady to finish to his message,
3: Prince, his suicide has left many unanswered questions, particularly for his victims. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, don't blah, blah, blah. I mean, somebody
4: wrote that for him, but that's how bad it's gotten. He's had to step down because Prince Charles probably called his mother and, or him and said enough. No, he'd have to call the crown. The crown would make he's the only one who could get him to agree to yes. step aside yeah. uh, of his
2: duties. Yeah. and can't uh, fire him.
3: <laughs> no, you can't fire him, <laughs> he's but he's going to step back. Because, you can send him away to an island very, well, very far well, away. Okay, with, if with he's Lindsay. done all this
4: stuff on official duty, imagine what he's going to do when he doesn't have anything officially. Because now they're starting to look at, okay, he gets a lot of free travel, mm-hmm. but how is he paying for all of this? His His very... Oh, he oligarchy get, oh, yeah. lifestyle. hmm That's why he's stayed Jeffrey friends.
3: Epstein introduced him to a lot. I don't regret knowing him because he introduced me to, to so a lot of many. people. People with money. I mean, they have a huge problem with
4: him. And Andrew should have known better than to have spoken, frankly, in this interview. And, I mean... This was this, it It was just dumb. It was so dumb. Remember when Charles uh, in 1994 did the interview and talked about Princess Diana, and then Princess Diana talked about I mean, that was sort of in 1992. That was the year Princess Anne got divorced from Mark Phillip, both the Yorks and the Wales. Uh, broke up the publications of Fergie sunbathing topless, getting her toe sucked.
3: Yep, getting her toes sucked by the Texas mil- billionaire. And then Diana talking about how there were three people, people in, in her my
4: marriage. marriage. Mm-hmm. So that was the last time the Queens had a really horrible year. In this one fell swoop, Andrew brought back, uh, you know, just sort of... Eh, Yep. Everything. So she's just, it's just... Uh,
3: it's a—it's a anus horribilis, or what's the word? <laughs> Tiny, what do they call it?
2: Uh, let's a, just leave it the way you an said anus it. Anus her, horribilis. I think it's animus hor, horribilis. Yeah. Animus
3: horribilis. In, and, horrible year in Latin. Yes, it does. An, animus horribilis. horribilis. Mm-hmm. Just like quid pro quo is yes. also Latin. Yes. Or as we heard on the Watchmen, squid pro quote there you go
4: <laughs> with something so yes andrew's first class ticket on the lack of accountability express has caught up to him yes it has and was it whether it was uh, prince charles idea to do it or the queen just finally
3: being furious that she didn't know about his inactive sweat glands why dear darling boy why didn't you tell me well prince charles was embarrassed because he went down under to do some work. And a then a royal visit that's getting no attention. Yes, exactly. He never gets a lot of attention anyway.
4: But he would have but gotten he, something. Yes. We'd
3: love to see Camilla drink.
4: Um, we would like to see some Maori greetings, you know, where they rub the nose. Camilla
3: always loves to yeah. drink a shot of the local booze. <laughs> and wherever they go, we'd see, we would have he's seen got, something. I, I'm telling you, he's got to be furious with his brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Anyway, the, the Duchess of York is saying, I'm very sorry I let Jeffrey Epstein pay my debt. So she didn't pay it back. Oh. She's well, just she, very sorry. It's like they're all very sorry that they got remember caught Remember when more she than came?
3: I remember when her first... Okay, now this... Donnie might have to but validate this. in the helicopter? This. No, her very it? first visit with Oprah, I think, was when she was coming over to Oprah at Harpo Studios in Chicago to announce her partnership with Weight Watchers.
4: Oh yes. Mm.
3: I wonder if that's right. And now Oprah owns Weight Watchers and it's WW, but mm-hmm. I feel like that was her very we were because we kind of liked her because she was so different and kind of wild a and, regular didn't, gal. and didn't conform. Right. Um, but but boy, she is she's a thorn in their side.
4: Has been so. for years. And, and
3: Prince Andrew is, too, because he's been a lying liar. And, and he's not that bright. And the
4: reason why he's having to say, I'm willing to help any appropriate law enforcement, they're already investigating they the trail of, of receipts that have followed him,
3: you know. Huh. He, they're he, they're all in they're in trouble. I mean, I feel bad
4: for the queen. He could have sat down and prepared for that interview, but he he winged it and he banged on about the you know sweat glands and Pizza Express and the positive act of sex and it was just unbecoming. And then you know people are now coming out of the woodwork saying uh, a former girlfriend of Prince Andrew said. I stayed at Epstein's mansion, and I got out of there because there were cameras everywhere. And I don't know how he could have not known because Epstein had his Miami home and his New York home, apparently nude portraits of young women adorned everywhere. Mm. So there were a lot of people turning a blind eye because Andrew's got security that would scout out places, even though Epstein had the security. I mean, it's... I feel bad for the queen, but I mean, she's 93 and she's believing her son.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: Right? Yes. You know, people do believe, you know, that, but I mean, it wasn't me, Mommy. Just, yeah. And 1992 was the last really bad year for her with all that. And then also the other thing that happened not only all the breakups and the photos and the two interviews done by Charles and Diana, that was the year that um, there was a, huge fire at windsor castle oh yes, oh yes yes i remember that and it had to be repaired at costs of tens of millions of dollars oh, yeah. and it the public pillars.
1: that's yes. right
2: sarah mm-hmm. ferguson started representing weight watchers way back in 1996 right. yeah the,
3: she was on oprah yeah. and it was a big reveal and it's kind of ironic that oprah owns the, yeah you know weight watchers now and um yeah,
4: so twenty nineteen yeah. is turning out to be a bad year for the Queen, maybe worse than nineteen ninety-two, because of the criminal implications, and it's all just so sordid and awful.
3: Did divorce is not as bad as sexual predating, you know, being a sexual predator.
4: Right. In underage girls yes. and in trafficked women. Mm-hmm. I mean, these women say that they were trafficked. They were not given a choice. There's so there's all these more women that are coming forward who feel, okay, if he's going to go and lie, I'm going to just go ahead and tell my story. So, I mean, the Queen is lucky that the crown is on right now, because I think that softens... It'll give people empathy? Well, not empathy for Prince... Not empathy right. for Prince Andrew, but just, like, what a long time she's been doing this, right, and right. all the ways that, she, you know, all the stories that you're seeing played out, but it's just sort of like, um, that. To- that's the only good thing that that the the the, um the the crown the crown has going on
3: yeah all right
4: for them is the actual series that's it (laughs) they don't i mean they've been horrible to megan they haven't circled the wagons and now you got this
5: happy 76th anniversary
4: Elizabeth R. Lori. You know? Honestly. Listen, It's I, the palace has a problem, and it's called Prince Andrew, and we've been saying this for a long time. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to talk with T. Michael Rambo. He's got a great Thanksgiving show coming up at the Dakota.
2: I love you you
1: call
4: Thanks for hanging out with us. We have T. Michael Rambo in studio with us. Hello, hello, hello darling. Hello, hello, hello,
1: hello, hello. Boy,
4: you're looking like a million bucks today. Well, you know, I thought I'd put
1: on a little something, something for you, too.
3: This is twice in like...
1: I know. That's two or five months. Two, is, yeah. Yeah, two yeah. months. Is yeah. it only been
3: that long? You're busy.
1: I have been busy in a really happy, wonderful, glorious way.
3: Bring your sunshine. What's going on with you? What, what can we look well, forward to? you know, to? I just
1: want you to know that I am really thankful to the two of you. Well, One, for what you share with all of your listeners and the way that you share it, which provides such authenticity, such sincerity, and some joy and some fun. Thank which you. Which we need oh, a lot sweet. more of in the world.
3: That's Don't right. we? You
1: know, hence I am doing with ABK Bryant and Thomasina Petrus a concert that benefits the Minnesota Coalition for the Homeless oh, at
3: the Dakota nice.
1: on Thanksgiving night. So what after you've eaten turkey yes? and got tripped out on your tryptophan, come yeah. out and hang out with the threes of us and have a blast. I Listen love
4: going out on Thanksgiving night and the night before, night before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Those are yes. two good nights of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, going out. So you guys are doing, uh, what kind of music are you singing? Well, we're singing
1: like gratitude and fun and community songs, stuff like, Uh, How fragile they are. You know, that thing on and on, which of course makes you wonder. That's kind of a. But it just talks about life being fragile. Yeah. And how any one of us could just be one paycheck away from being in a situation where you could experience homelessness. Uh, We're singing songs like um, This Joy, and we're singing songs like uh, uh, None of Us Are Free, uh, Imagine Home from the Whiz. And I do a song creation thing. Where I create a song in the moment with listeners oh with audience gosh. members. Wow. Show
3: us how you do that because okay. we do limericks on demand. Uh-huh. I do. Okay, so... So um, like
1: what I do is I, I, mm-hmm. I put a word in the center, like gratitude. Okay. Gratitude. And gratitude. I, I, I ask the audience whether the first four or five words that come to mind when you think of gratitude. So what are some words that come to mind From
3: Thankfulness.
1: Mm-hmm. Um... Let's see. Oh God, Lord,
3: you're so bad. Joy. A, joy. Mm-hmm.
1: Um love. Love. Okay. Friendship. Friendship. Okay. Joy, love, thankfulness, friendship. So <laughs> gratitude is love and joy filled with friendship. Gratitude is love and joy filled with friendship. And then other words that come together. Mm-hmm. I make verses and then we create a chorus. Oh my Everyone word Everyone sings the chorus and then a guy named Thomas West, who's a phenomenal pianist, um, creates a little melody and then we re- then the whole group would sing Gratitude is joy, friendship. Chipping. The- yeah. Huh? Lori mm-hmm. and there mm-hmm. once
3: was a a town named No, we're not gonna we're, do uh, it because all limericks uh, should be uh, dirty. Uh, Lori says do you think that's the rule with limericks? Yes, to Michael?
1: I, I have not heard of a sanitized limerick. No. Really? Is no. that the I, I don't, rule? No. I, I, I just think There that once there, was a
3: man from Nuntucket.
1: Y- yeah, that's and then, right. And, yeah. and it rhymes
3: with a real yeah. good word named bucket. Yes, it mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. So 18. that's the rule. I never knew that was the rule. Well, I
1: don't know if it's the rule, but mm-hmm. I think to make it really worthwhile, it has to have a little pow to a
3: little, it. A little zing. A little naughty. Mm-hmm. Who do you... Okay, so you're doing this to benefit the homeless folks in the mm-hmm. Twin Cities mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Um, And you said we're all like... You never know when you're... A situation can hit someone hard, yeah. and and you transform know transform their life, transform their
1: lives. Yeah.
3: Do you? And you did a luncheon today for people with um, mental health issues
1: with, with Guild Incorporated, right, right, right. And, and Hubbard Broadcasting was involved. In I love that. Yeah. We love our company. Yeah, yeah. They
3: do some good work.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I moved to Minnesota and went through the Catholic charities sort of a continuum of homelessness, the Dorothy Day and Mary Hall. And so my, my journey in life has been So were one,
3: you homeless when you came I was, here? yeah, when you I were? left treatment.
1: Yeah, I came here to go to treatment. Right, I remember and that. And then um, I didn't have a place to go or to go back to. And so I spent time trying to figure it out. And now a person who received services for homelessness is now on the board of directors for Catholic Charities. Wow. So that I makes, kinda, that is a full such, circle.
3: that's so great. What do you think is a misconception that people have about the homeless?
1: Well, that, that everyone who experiences homelessness is uh, mentally ill. That's that's not accurate. Right. Everyone who experiences homelessness did something to get there. That that's their fault. Mm-hmm. Everyone who experiences homelessness is someone who we don't want to look at, so we avert our glance. And so, for people who experience homelessness, the reality is that so often we don't have a chance to be seen. We are invisible. Yeah. And so people tend to just negate or minimize their humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for for having to deal with their own discomfort or dis-ease.
3: And, and truly, that is what it is. And it's really less yeah. about the
1: person, but more about, oh, I just, I, I don't want to it think about Because it makes you feel it. so
3: bad. In- and,
1: and they don't want to think about what what they would feel like if right. they were in that situation. Right. Or, or that everyone's an alcoholic or a drug addict, and, and, and those are all things that are are misconceptions.
3: Or they choose it because that's what they want. They a, don't want help. You know, they you don't want help. They don't
1: want to make their lives better. And I don't know anyone who wakes up in the morning and says, you know, this morning... I think I'll be homeless. Yeah, right. right. You know, that, that isn't a reality. Mm-hmm. And so through the Minnesota Coalition for the Homeless and through other organizations that speak to it, uh, like Catholic Charities and others, it's important to recognize that each person experiences homelessness. They aren't homeless. And to experience it is something that we all can experience something. And when we see someone... To experience it doesn't mean we have to roll out, down our window and give them 20 bucks. Sure. It means that we have to acknowledge and see them or have empathy or compassion in a mm-hmm. way that speaks to um, the fact that, like I said, life is fragile. And we can be one of these individuals. And we are all, because we all experience homelessness, whether we are living it or we are ones who are just step away from it.
3: You're the most lovely person we know today. Uh, right now. Thank <laughs> I'm you. just I'll kidding. Take it. I, I, but even, no. I mean, Michael, T. Michael, you're you're just your your aptitude to give back is just is stunning. Wow. I mean you're a really a generous man with your heart and soul Thank and you. time and energy. And so this concert on Thanksgiving night right. with your friends, Amy Bryant and Thomasina Petrus, Cashew
1: Brittle Oh, she, oh I like right. that Her name Cashew Brittle Thomas. Well, she really
4: makes Some the, amazing the Cashew best. Isn't the, it sold at Lunds it,
1: It's sold uh, at Lunds At Kowalski's And yeah. some other places Around town Oh Lori you would love that I love Cashew Because Lori likes Cashew And I love Brittle And it's a great combination Made yeah. with butter Love and all kinds Of goodness
4: <laughs> So how much Are tickets at the Dakota For next Thursday you know, um, it,
1: it starts at 7 Okay Tickets I think Are like 25 Through 45 Okay Something in that ballpark I wish I could be more accurate. Not a bad call. seat. Yeah. No, not it's, a bad seat. It's
3: such an intimate, beautiful Great. setting. And
1: dakotacooks.com.org. Uh, you can find out more information about tickets. Yeah, You can call the Dakota 338-1010.
4: Thank you very much. There now, you. how about what's coming up in the acting front for you?
1: I am currently writing the narration for the St. Paul Ballet's production of The Nutcracker. Mm, really? Which has, uh, if you weren't aware... The Nutcracker does not have narration. Right. And so they decided they want, they, as an organization, want to decolonize the concept of, of ballet and try to create a more accessible, diverse, inclusive sort of experience. That's
3: a great idea.
1: And so we I... had this African American guy kind of being Mr. Rogers, Mr. T. Michael. Yeah. And my character's name was Uncle D.
3: Oh, I love this. And
1: as you know, the story has to do with Uncle Druselmeyer, if you know the Christmas Carol story. So I'm kind of the, 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 um parallel universe kind of contemporary uncle d, and I do a little song and do Wait, a little, Where where yeah. can we see this at o'Shaughnessy oh that's twenty first twentieth and twenty first of, of December at o'Shaughnessy yeah. in St Paul in the unidentical fraternal twin oh. where we live, where we are, oh yeah, yeah. saint Paul
4: Minnesota we love it, I, I and love then it. what after that, what's coming up in January? the next thing
1: that comes up is I'm doing a piece with a theater company called Ten Thousand things which does theater in non-traditional, theater or non-traditional settings, like in prisons, mm-hmm. homeless shelters, right. uh, community centers. And 10,000 Things been, has been in existence for many, many years. And uh, this is like my third production with them. We're doing a piece called Thunder Knocking on the Door. The Sanford Moore is the musical director, and Greta Oglesby as in wow. the past and. Rajene, Cora, Kora, who's cool. not playing Cinderella he,
3: at, wow.
2: at
1: CTC. So he, it's a, it's a great cast of people. And we open uh, January, no, February. February. February,
3: February. You're busy. Yeah, you're
1: busy.
4: April. Lovely to see I know. coming oh, I know. I am
1: really happy. He
4: Michael Rambo and Friends, Songs of Gratitude at the Guthrie next No, at thir- the Dakota. Or at the at Dakota, the excuse door. me, mm-hmm. next Thursday night. Thursday night. That's yeah. right. Thank you.